And you're listening to Ain't That, that Some Shh? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes, it's episode three. Hey, we just got done with the reel, too. Yes. We were just doing your reel and we were getting it on. And what is that? Cumbia salsa? That's salsa. Salsa, well, salsa merengue. Oh, okay. Yeah. You guys are following us on Instagram. Check out our reel, our first reel. You know what we're talking about. Yes. <laughs> Today's episode is going to be about self-love. Uh, a lot of you guys have mm-hmm. sent us questions regarding, you know, how do you know when you need to put self-love before family, you know, uh, husband, kiddos. So that topic came up a lot. And that's why this episode is going to be about self-love. self-love. I know. I feel like a lot of people um, talk about it, but don't really know about it. Exactly. Or don't know how to. What it truly means. Exactly. So I want to start off uh, by reading a quote to you guys that is going to pretty much tie the whole uh, podcast. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's honestly, it's it, it's on point. It's on point. It's period. OK, so let's see. It says self-love is a constant choice. It's not a magical feeling that appears to you one day. It's a commitment to your boundaries, your well-being, your mental and emotional health and your body. Damn. Bomb. Bomb. Mic drop. No, but dude, like that pretty much sums up the whole the whole self-love, you know? But we'll go obviously we'll go into deeper details and give you guys our perspective on self-love and what it means to us. Um, but that and you see in that quote, like it hits it spot on, but it's easier said than done. Oh, absolutely. Right? Putting yourself first, like physically, health. Uh, mental is just mm-hmm. yeah we want to do that but sometimes we don't it's get so to do that we don't and that's the problem that we get so consumed with everything that's going on with the kids with the household with the husband you know and it's just next thing you know when the day's over know? yeah the, the day's day is over, over and you still feel the same yeah and you repeat the process all over again so at what point mm-hmm. do we stop at what point do we like no today i need to do this for me You know, today I need to go, I need to relax, I need to go get a massage, go fill the bathtub up, put some salt pebbles and just, you know. Do it, do it. Yes, because you just need to disconnect. But we're so, as women, we're so hard on ourselves. We start thinking, I need to do laundry, I need to cook, the kids get out at this time, so I have this time to get all this stuff ready. It's just... Mom guilt. Mom guilt, self-guilt, everything. It's it's hard, especially if you're very hard on yourself, because that that was my issue. I'm very hard on myself. That's still my issue. Yeah. And you just feel, feel you you feel like you're taking away time from your kids Mm -hmm. that you could be with them, you know, but you don't realize how important it is to actually take that time and go do something for yourself yeah. because the minute that I don't and I'm at home with the kids 24-7, I snap quicker. Yes. Uh, anything they do, it's like, ah, you know, I explode. And, and it's just and not healthy for them exactly. and not healthy for us. And they don't know, right? You, they don't know. The kiddos come home from work. With, I mean, from work. Oh, <laughs> you, you, you sending your kids My to work. My kids go to work. 
<laughs> ain't got no school. They're, they're passing out flyers. <laughs> Here you Knocking go. on doors. Like, Wanna sell your house? Business cards. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you yeah. do you put it you're like handing out uh free pencils but right? with your business Call card on home. there <laughs> <laughs> no but when the kids come home you know from school they have all this energy and now they want your attention 100 yeah. percent. and then you're exhausted you just clean the whole house you, you just make cook you just food. do laundry yeah you know if you're working you just you know got work in there but you still have to go home and do all this other stuff yeah. and it's just like i can't I, I'm tired already. You're home. Here's food. Get your tablet. Get on TV or soccer practice. And then homework. Everything. Oh, it piles up. Mm, so that's why we need to be where it says boundaries. Putting yourself first. You need to learn mm -hmm. how to put yourself first. And like I said, it's easier said than done. But if you don't start, you will never you know. Never do it you know, how that feels, yeah. how that, you know, that little and, break. And and I know it's hard too, because for me, I'm just learning boundaries too. I, yeah. I didn't, I never set boundaries to anyone. I'm a people pleaser Ugh, Me too. and I'm a giver and I hate the word. No, I can mm -hmm. never say no. It's like, uh, I'll be like, um, yeah, even though I don't want to do it, even though I'm not happy with the choice, yeah. but you know, I'm, I'm honestly a, a um what is it i'm a um i don't know what you're trying to tell me <laughs> i'm one of those people yeah you know so yeah. it's hard and like she was saying it's easier said than done and once you realize self-love and you realize that boundaries are so important and you you set your first boundary you'll notice how much of a difference it makes and it makes you feel good about yourself you're like okay even when you do something for yourself you know like if you go get your nails done or get a massage or whatever it is, or just be home with nobody and just like relaxing, meditating, mm -hmm. writing down your goals, writing down like whatever you want to do for that day. And, you know, a month from now, just taking time just out of that, that little time you know, out yeah. to recharge. It goes a long way. Exactly. It goes a long way. But like I said, as women, we don't, we, like we you don't. said, we're givers, we're pleasers, you know, well, I'm I feel like men are too, right? To a certain extent. Mm, to a some. certain extent because i know a lot of men that you know they're great at giving themselves mm -hmm. self-love you mm -hmm. know i'm going golfing for like four hours well the wife is still at home with the kids right. i'm right. going with my friends fishing the wife is still at home with the kids yeah you know i'm going whatever activity they're uh -huh. gonna go do that's self-love they're doing something for themselves exactly. but we're still stuck at home yeah you know, we're mm -hmm. still... But see, that comes again to not sen setting boundaries because the exactly. minute you send boundaries with your significant other, then it's, you know, they, 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 you both now know uh -huh. that you both need that time off yeah. to, okay, you know what? Today is my wife's turn. Communication. You know, communication. Communication. Letting your partner know like... How you're feeling. I'm exhausted. I am frustrated. I'm taking it on the kiddos. I need my time. Yeah. And him understanding that. Exactly. So it goes both ways, like mm -hmm. you said. The other thing is like, uh, how do you categorize self-love? Like, what would you, you know, <laughs> for yourself, if you need to start doing stuff for yourself, like, what will you start doing? Like, what's your main, your go-to thing that you will do for, for yourself? Me, yeah. Um, I think just taking time away from the kids and going to, uh, what is my self-love? right Ooh, yeah. yeah like you start thinking like what is like staying away from the kids but mm, is but, it really yeah no you know what i mean i think for me it's just honestly like 
when I feel recharged and it's when when they're gone mm-hmm. and I'm home alone and I just lay on the couch and just really just take everything in. Everything in. Everything in and I'm like, okay, what is it that I really want? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just reflecting. For me, that's that's huge. That's when I feel I'm giving myself self-love, yeah. reflecting on what I truly want. And then just once they come home, I'm like, okay, I'm recharged. I feel good, you know? So for me, self-love means many things. It means taking care of myself, taking care of, like, my body, taking care of, you know, the way I look because that plays a part. If I feel and look good mm-hmm. or think that I look good, right? Everybody be like, you don't look good. But if I think I look good, that's all that that's matters. That's all that matters, yeah. And that mental, energy comes yeah. out, right? Which, yeah, which, I mean, I agree because yeah. self-love is mental and physical. And then, you know, I just honestly, the last month, or actually, no, this month, mm-hmm. figured out what recharges me. So mm. the house is clean. Mm, I love that. It's peaceful. It's yes. quiet. I'm in my sweats, in a t-shirt. In your own natural habitat. I sit in my room. Everything's clean. I don't have to do anything. Yes. And then I put. I just bought this infuser uh-huh. with um, essential oils. Essential oils. Yeah. And like I, I have like different ones, right? And so I'm like, uh-huh. okay, this one's relaxed. I put it on. Uh, Alexa, play some meditation <laughs> music. And then mm. Alexa's amazing. She does everything I tell her to do. <laughs> <laughs> and, except clean the house. <laughs> except clean the house. And, um, and then I just start writing. Start writing and... Ooh, journaling. And journaling. I just started that because one of my really good friends told me to buy this affirmation book mm-hmm. and start journaling. And I just started doing that about two weeks uh-huh. ago. And Wow. Like once you start writing down like what you want to do, what's distracting you, what are my goals, and you're you have like this long list now, and you're like, wow, I feel good, I feel at peace. Exactly. And then the kids come, yeah. and you're like, hey, babies, how I are just you? Let go of everything before yeah. you came here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. See, for me, I I tend to do that at night though, when oh. the, when I'm in bed and the kids are already asleep. And I just have, I'm like all these thoughts in my head because I um, I can never shut my thoughts at night, you know, especially when you deal with anxiety and all of this, it's so hard to just shut down. So I've noticed that one of the things that really helps me is, you know, putting the kids to sleep and I'm just laying there in bed and I have all these emotions. I just start writing on my phone, on my notes. If you look through my phone, through my notes, oh my God, you'll be like, damn, this is a diary. I know. Ah. I you don't know notes. my password. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it's kind of like a journal, like a, yeah. di- like a diary for me. You yeah. know, I write down what's really hurting me, what's hurt, what's bothering me, how I'm feeling. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I poured everything yes. out. And then I go back and I reread everything and start analyzing a lot of stuff. Like, yeah. why, why am I feeling this way? You know, am I right to feel this way? Mm-hmm. Like little things like that. And it, it truly does help to just get it out of my system, yeah. you know? And then once it's on there, I'm like, okay, I close my phone and I'm like, all right, I, I can go to sleep now. Mm-hmm. So that honestly helps me. Like, I, even though I don't write it physically, um, I'm typing it, you know, but just having my thoughts on a piece of paper and going back and reflecting on it, it really does help. It does. And it also helps to surround yourself with women or men like that, you know, um, <clears throat> are keeping you like positive. Exactly. And like, just, you know, hey dude, what are you doing? Let's go have a drink or let's go eat lunch or, yes, you know, yes. and let's see, take the kiddos to the park. This was a really hard thing for me um, because when I met you and we, we started coming becoming really close, you would always tell me like, 
let's go out. Let's do this. Get out of the house. Let's and when you have so much anxiety, being out of the house is your your that's not your comfort level, right? Mm-hmm. So it becomes very very hard. And when you would tell me like, get out of the house, let's go grab lunch, let's I go have do the this, kids. take the kids. Yes, yeah, she's <laughs> like, no excuses. You either take the kids or what, yeah. you know. But. Um, even when we would go and have lunch, it was so weird for me. I would just feel so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But the more I started doing it and, and I started, you know, having fun and I'm like, wow, I love it. You know, and I'm like, when am I going to go have lunch? Like hanging yeah. out with my girlfriends, doing things for myself. And you just started doing it. I just started doing because that. Because it's funny because in the beginning when we would go eat, she'd be like, oh, look at my babies. And I'm like, put the phone down. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to detach. Okay. It's I so hard to detach. Babies. You've been gone 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, like, girl, come on, come get it together. <laughs> and so I tell her, hey, let's do like a little girl's trip. And she's like, I don't know, with the kids? Without my babies? I uh, yeah. It's so hard for me. And it's still this, you yeah. know, just because... I've been doing this for about what six years yeah. ever since Mila was born, and it's gonna be seven years. And Until I've we never taken teenagers. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> no, that's a game changer. That's a game changer. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think I'm ready for that. But it's been hard, you know, because I haven't done anything for myself yeah. for the past like six years. I think you know, it's I've committed my life to just the kids, the kids, the kids. And then once I did start um, doing things for myself when I was a makeup artist, it was a part-time job type yeah. of thing. It wasn't like full on what I've wanted to do, you know? Yeah. So a lot of times I had to set my career, um, a lot of things that I've wanted to do aside to be that mom for them, to be there for them. Yeah. So it was hard. And I mean, it became a routine. It became a routine and getting out of it. And when you become comfortable, it's anything that gets out of your comfort zone. It's just, it gets started getting anxiety, yeah. but you know, now I'm at a point where I'm like, I want different. So I got to move different. I got to start breaking the old habits, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So it's a lot of things now. Now I'm like, okay, I got to start hanging out with my friends. Stop thinking about the kids. They're okay. I got to enjoy my time, enjoy my moment. And, you know, it's been helping. And then I, I start seeing the results. I'm like, okay, I'm good. By the end of the day, I'm like, all right, my baby's come. I missed you. Yes, and I'm exactly. just smothering them. And, you know, it's it's so much better. And that's, you know, it's funny because in the beginning when I started doing that, it was, you know, I will go to the store and I have, you know, an alarm system in my house. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at the cameras inside and out the house, right? And I'm like, okay, they're in the living room and I'll do my thing and then I'll go again and check. And it was just so hard to disconnect because as a parent, like you're thinking all this stuff, right? And I'm like, okay, who opened the door? The door is open, you know, and it's just like, dude, no, I got to so stop. True. I got to stop. It's true. And then once you start doing it more and more and more, it gets, you know, it's it, easier. You get, it's, yeah, it gets, it gets easier. easier. Yeah. It gets easier. And then now you start appreciating your time. Exactly. And your alone time yeah. and your friend's social life as a parent. Exactly. Gosh. I'm telling you, I forgot what if what it was like to have a normal conversation yeah. with another human being. You other talk kid language. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm serious. I mean, you know, for so long I was just at home and the only people I would talk to is my mom and my sister. Yeah. But it wasn't nothing where I would feel motivated yeah. to do better, to do what I wanted. You know, it was just kind of like, and then I'm all day with the kids. Yep. So and then I, when you talk to your kids, right, you have like this other type of like lingo that you you, you, it's not even like a full sentence. It's like yeah. chopped up, right? Yeah, yeah. When I went back to work, you know, two years ago and I went to real estate, I caught myself talking like that. <laughs> and I'm like, You're like, I want, I want some cheese. How you doing? 
<laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, not what are you doing? It's like, you know, what you doing? Yeah, what you doing? <laughs> go to your room. <laughs> you tell your coworker, go to your room now. Don't talk back to me. <laughs> no, it's but that mommy it's just, instinct and, and, and it, you just do it. Yeah. It's so funny. No, it's true. Dude, I completely, dude, that it, you just hit the, the nail yeah. right on the head. Yeah. It's so true. That's how I was feeling. I'm like, how do I tell, how do I tell this, this person, like, go to your room. Yeah. <laughs> Time out. It's, it's just like, it just, you have to disconnect and you will not know that till you start hanging out with people again. And you're like, Wow, like oh, there's just, more to there's more to just kids. Yes, there's more to messy messy house. <laughs> messy house. <laughs> no, definitely that's you know part of the self love. Yeah. Also, you know, don't be so hard on yourself. Oh don't, yeah, I, I am guilty. I am very hard on myself. Like even right now, even before right I now, this podcast, I was like, she's been struggling. I was like, how do I look? Does the longha is it covered? Like I need to make yeah. sure the faja is on correctly so yeah. I can she's breathe like, through having, the whole thing. Having the camera men. Uh, go in the back I of have the, the camera again. Like, how do I look? How do I look? How does this angle look? Take a picture. I'm Show me. Very hard on myself. You are. But I'm very also, hard. you know, I'm starting to take care of my physical mm. health. You know, I'm starting to work out. I'm starting to eat healthier. I'm, I'm taking back. Uh, I'm taking that back, and mm-hmm. you know, trying mm-hmm. to stay on track. Yeah. But it's hard because it's a process. Um, it took me how long to gain this weight? Yeah. So it's gonna take me long to lose the weight. Right. But I just want like the fast the results. The fast results. But I am very hard on myself. I, I think I a lot am. of us are. It's very rare somebody that's very that you know that are loving to- with your own self. I but mean, don't get me wrong. If I had like, like you liposuction? know, liposuction and like you know, mommy makeover, I will be. Uh, you feel good. I will be in a bathing suit right now. <laughs> yeah, he's like, that's this. She'd be like, guys. <laughs> well, hello. <laughs> but you know, I. It's just you know, we have to learn whether, you, whatever yeah. type of size you are, love yourself, like exactly. feel comfortable, and it's yeah. like I said, it's easier said, said than, than done. done. Yeah, see, for me, it's super hard. I'm very hard on myself as in letting myself down, letting other people down, self, self-talk. self Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm not good enough, stuff like that. You know, that's where I'm hard on myself. Yeah. And, and a lot of times I'm like, and when I was going through this whole postpartum depression, you know, you get so consumed about just being a housewife, being a mom, being, you everything. know, everything. Yes. So y- you feel like that's all you're good at. That you forget that you're your there's own person life. and there's more to you. Mm-hmm. And so I would I was just always thinking like, okay, I have to be a good mom. Setting all these expectations mm-hmm. that involved the people around me rather than myself. But that's also self-love though. You know, we want to meet all these inspect- expectations. And at the same time, we're not going to meet them. No. So don't be so just hard be realistic. on yourself. Yeah, be gentle well, now, now I realized a lot of things. Yeah. You know, I think... At the time, it was just, I was very, very hard on myself. Now I'm like, no, yeah. it's okay to ask for help. Yeah. It's okay to accept the help, you know, and, and instead of feeling like, oh, you're, you're a bad mom because you're accepting help. Oh, because you're asking for help. You know, now I'm, I, I'm at a point where whenever I do start feeling like I'm bringing all these negative thoughts into mm-hmm. myself, I'm like, uh-uh, hold up. It's not. It's not like that. See the positive. Yeah. You know? So that's where I'm at right now, where I'm learning to catch myself when I'm starting to have all these negative thoughts or I'm talking to myself negative, you know? Yeah. No. But it is a process. It's definitely a process. Yes. Especially, like you said, asking for help. God, that was so hard for me. Mm. In the beginning, that was so hard for me. Now yeah. I'll be like, mom, here are the kids. 
Bye. Bye. I'll be back at eight. <laughs> I don't even ask no more. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, that was very hard for me because I feel yeah. like I'm the mom. I got this. Uh, this exactly. is my job. Exactly. I'm supposed to do this. I'm supposed to do this whole list of things and still be a badass exactly. mom. Exactly. It's like, and then well, I you feel break. Like, I feel like it's because, you know, you get reminded so much of it. Querías hijos, no? Ahora te aguantas. So it when really you have gets, kids, you give your life up. Yeah. And that right it there. It really consumes you. You start believing it. Yeah. You're just, you know, you're afraid of what people are going to think, yes. what people are going to say. You're, and you basically just go off of that. And, and don't get me wrong. It's not about giving your life away. It's just like, a, again, I mean, your life changes. Boundaries. Yeah. You know, make time balance. to spend with it. Balance. balance. And actually, you know what? That's my theme for the year for myself because I have a coach and he wanted us to uh, put a theme on the year, mm-hmm. you know, either, uh, you know, successful, uh, whatever theme, like, you know, um, business, money making, whatever. It, it was just a theme that relate to what you're doing. And my theme was balance. I mm-hmm. chose that for this year. Mm-hmm. Balance work, balance family, balance kids, balance me. Yeah. You know, so. And it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Like, when you label it, it sounds easy, but doing it, it gets hard because you really have... You know what? It all comes down to time management. If you're not good with time management, you're all over the place and forget about balance. I suck at that. So, discipline? (laughs) I suck at that, too. (laughs) I think a lot of us do. You know, you really have to... And this this brings me back to um, when it comes to the gym. And I, I want to talk. <laughs> no, I want to talk a point about that because you know a lot of times a lot of people just see the gym as in oh you know gym well health let's say fitness fitness and meal prepping right it's more than just the food that you're consuming more than just the gym it co- all comes down to self discipline mm-hmm. because you know you can have a burger and you can have your meal what are you gonna pick a burger. <laughs> <laughs> sorry You're like i'm sorry I, i'm gonna go ahead with extra fries please you guys with fries burgers you know so it does it all comes down to yeah. discipline um time management and it's honestly hard you see it's I'm, so hard now that i'm doing you know like the eating healthy going to work out what i put in my head is like the trainer's not free the trainer's not free don't mm. eat the burger go eat the salad go eat the you know the grilled chicken and the brown rice and the veggies <laughs> You know, because when I want to do that, I was like, you're wasting money. You're throwing away money. Yeah. And then I'll go and eat the healthy stuff. Good. You so start reminding that that, yourself. I noticed that that works. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's, that's, yeah. Or else but. I'd be like, oh, I'll run it off. <laughs> I'll run it off tomorrow. I'll, I'll run an extra mile. Yeah. I'll burn the burger. <laughs> I betsy. No, but yeah, you know, I think balance for sure. But you really have to learn how to be self-disciplined. Exactly. And because if you don't have self-discipline, you won't have that balance. Yeah. You don't. It's just. But it's just hard, you know, because being disciplined is really hard. It's very hard, especially time. I am horrible in scheduling my day. Mm. Horrible. I mean, I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. I'm going to get ready before the kids, yeah. answer my emails. You know, by the happen. time the kids wake up, I'll have breakfast and I'll get them ready. <laughs> you know? You have all this I have like, scenario all, movie I have in your head. my day before. I have every hour in the morning, right? And you wake up. I wake up. I was like, oh, another 30 minutes. 
Uh, and then you pass out. You're like, get up, get up, <laughs> mommy! I'm hungry. We're no late. breakfast today. <laughs> We're eating at school. <laughs> you can't eat breakfast at school. And Ethan's like, you didn't make me eggs. I was like, you gotta go. The bus is coming. So it's just, don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. Respect the journey. Respect what you're going through. Mm-hmm. It's gonna get easier. It's just baby steps. Baby steps. Baby it's just steps. taking that initiative. Yes. Once you feel like you want to change and you make the first step, it just gets easier. Yeah. You know, one of the one of the things that really helped to me was um, the five second rule. I don't know you by Mel mm. Robbins. Uh-uh. Oh my god, you need to read that book. It's amazing. The so five second rule. I the know five like second it, it drops rule. Drops your food on the floor in five second rule. That she talks about that too. Okay. <laughs> But it's kind of like that. So okay. basically, you she gives you five seconds, right? Um, whenever you do have something, like let's say, for example, getting out of bed, mm-hmm. your alarm rings, right? Mm-hmm. And what do we do? Hit the snooze button. Mm-hmm. Five more minutes, 10 more minutes. Oh, and it goes, it keeps going, right? So what she talks about is, okay, you're in bed, your alarm hits. And what do you do? When you're about to hit that snooze button, stop yourself. As soon as you hear the alarm ringing, you go, Five, four, three, two, one. You get up. You do it. Because she was saying how it takes after those five seconds, you start self-doubting. You start thinking about all these negative things. And that's when it holds you back. Oh, my gosh. That's so true. Mm-hmm. So if it, the first thing that comes into your mind, you don't don't self don't um don't self-doubt it. You just go, OK, you know what? Right now, it, like, let's say um, I want to launch a podcast. You do five, four, three, two, one, boom. Go. You take the initiative. What am I going to do to start the podcast? Call Anita. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I blast you on Instagram and tag the you. Five second rule. <laughs> the five second rule. You know, and because then you start feeling like you're committed to yes. it. And I love that book. You, you should read, I need it. To read it. Yeah. And so Let's, I'll I, read that book. I feel like that when I was going through all this, you know, depression and having a really hard time, I wasn't stuck in a funk where a lot of times I felt like I wanted to do things. Mm-hmm. And I would sit there and think about it and just start going deeper, deeper. And then I, and then I start thinking about all the negative stuff and it would hold me back from actually going and doing it. So when I started reading that book, it changed my life, honestly. And, and I'm, I'm not even lying to you. Um, when I started my fitness journey, when I hired my trainer, um, it really just pushes you. I would wake up you know, and I was like, okay, I'm going to listen to my podcast and uh, not my podcast, my audible, audible book. Uh-huh. And it would just help me to get up and start doing it and start. Don't think about, you know, what could be. No, mm-hmm. just do it. Do it. I think the worst thing that I do when I wake up, and this is one of the things I want to change this year, mm-hmm. is go straight to my phone. Even if I wake up at the time I said I was going to wake up, I'm up at five, get the phone, cancel alarm, and then straight to social media. Yeah. Checking my emails, social media. And next thing you know, it's 6.30. It consumes you. And now I'm late again. Yeah. Dude, read the five second rule. Yeah. It's life changing. I'm I'm going to read it again. I'm not lying because I, for a while I was super motivated. And at that time it was when I was really going meal prepping. I was going to the gym and I was doing amazing. And that's when I was listening to her. I was every morning, every night I was Was driving. Uh, Mel Robbins. Mel Robbins. Yeah, she's amazing, dude. We should invite her. Uh, I wish. I know. Uh, that's a goal. Know Mel Robbins, tell that's her to a come goal. <laughs> that is a goal, dude. She's <laughs> she's all up there now. Yeah. But you know, she was uh, 
she she struggled a lot and she talks about her story how you know she was 40 years old she was struggling with her marriage she was struggling with her life she didn't know what she was doing now she's owns multiple business making millions of dollars and you know she's the happiest she's ever been and it all changed because of the five second rule all right that's our book for this month guys the five Five second second rule. rule i'm gonna i'm actually gonna read it again we'll start today yeah i'll start today you know the other thing that i wanted to do though mm-hmm. i do a lot of audibles mm-hmm. um but sometimes i get so distracted with the driving and then like i'm listening to it and then i'll start thinking about something else yeah i want to buy the books now and mm. read it physically see with me i can't do that i i can't for do me, it either and and it's funny because a lot of people rather do that have someone hear it or read it the minute i start reading dude i start wandering off I don't know why. And when I, I'm hearing it, it's just, it hits different for me. Dude, <laughs> I so can't I'm do it. Other, I, I'm, I can listen to it on, you know, on the... The app. Audible. Yeah, on the Audible. I can listen to it. But like I said, I start wondering. And then if I go to my room and I open the page, I'm like, uh, but then once I'm intrigued, like, I'm, you know, mm, you're I start hooked. getting into it and I get hooked, I'll, I'll, I'll keep reading. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I want to get to that part again. Like, I used to do that a lot. I used to read books. You should. And now I don't. It's life-changing, yeah. honestly. And there's another book, too, since we're talking about self-love. Um, it's called Feel Sexy Again. And I've talked about this on my YouTube Ooh. channel. Yes. And, and that book is also really good if you're a mom and you feel like you've lost yourself. That book helped me figure out what I really wanted. Um, because there's a lot of times where... I knew what I wanted and I knew what I liked. For me, it's like the beauty industry, Mm -hmm. but I just never felt confident. I never felt good about myself to go and pursue that dream or, you know, that mom guilt once again. So that book really helped me to just, it, it goes deeper and it makes you think about a certain time where you felt the happiest the best version of yourself so it it makes you think you're like okay when was it that i started like i felt my best Mm -hmm. when did i feel when i I was invincible right so it it makes you think and once you find that you're like okay i know what it was i was independent i was chasing my dream i was doing this and that right you can now do it again except you gotta start shifting things a little bit because mm-hmm. you know you have kids now you're you're married family, family but that doesn't mean you like let, let go yourself go right yeah. so feel sexy again it's an amazing book we'll as do that well. next month yeah we'll do and and it talks about like doing things that you've always wanted to do but have been afraid to do oh. um you know so it's definitely i think for me um Audible books and just books in general that are self-development, I think really helps you get out of that funk and, you know, learn about self-love. Yeah. So I love it. You definitely need to get those books. You're going to love them. Yeah. Especially feeling sexy because once you feel sexy again, it's just like, I feel like for a woman, you feel unstoppable. Exactly. You Exactly. uh, Did I say that right? Unstoppable. Unstoppable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, no, you really do. You you feel like, okay, like I got this, like feeling good in your own body, like makes Mm -hmm. you go out of your comfort zone. And sometimes it's not so much about your physique because it's more of an internal thing. Mm -hmm. And let me hit hit a really good uh, point. So let's say you're going to go get a BBL. Right? Well, no, I'm not. I'm just, <laughs> you, know, you know, let's say you're you're a very insecure person and you're like, you know what? I don't like my body. I want to go and get a BBL. It's going to make me feel better. And you do, right? You go get a BBL. 
but it's more than that mm -hmm. you know if you don't fix the internal mm. the out it's it doesn't matter you're still going to be insecure you really have to heal the inner part and then the outer part comes that's you true. know and it's true because um there is a lot of females out there very insecure they're very beautiful. and they're beautiful they they're have gorgeous. the most beautiful body they have the most gorgeous face you're like damn you're perfect yeah you know even if they got their body done even if whatever or they're naturally born that way they're insecure and it honestly all goes down to self-love once you're aware of self-love then you're like, boom, everything shifts. Yeah. And then you can go get a BBL, do whatever it is that, you know. It's just going to add to it's your just add, confidence. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it's no longer becoming your confidence. It's just adding yes, to it. Yes, exactly. So one of the things for me was um, being in the social media life, right? Being an influencer. You're around all these influencers. So you do start becoming a little insecure because you're like, well, I don't look like them. Well, mm -hmm. you know, and, and the pressure is on pressure really is on and you have all these people you know opinions and everything and telling you like oh you need to get a bbl you need to do this you need to do that you you can't be an influencer if you don't have a bbl right so it really starts consuming you you start becoming insecure and that that's what was happening to me so this time around now that i'm you know learning about self-love and reading books and stuff like that it's the bbl is like it's very irrelevant now for me. It's more of like, I want to learn how to love myself. You know, there's, you're naturally beautiful. You bring more to the table than just looks. And that's w where my mind literally shifted, honestly. Wow. When I started learning, like, I'm more than just a look. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm bringing more to the table. Like, I'm an amazing mom. I've been an amazing partner. You know what I mean? And that's when it's like, boom. And that's the thing too, learning what we bring to the table. Oh, you know, we are, like I said, we're, we're so hard, hard on, ourselves. on ourselves and we don't know what we bring to the table. But when you start, mm -hmm. go, again, when you start, when you sit down and you start analyzing and writing stuff Being down. Being self-aware. Self-aware. Self, and dude, let me tell you, self-aware is the biggest, biggest thing. When you're self-aware, every the game changes but it takes a with lot of everything work oh a lot of work mine you have to be willing to be open-minded that if and you're not to me to me last uh -huh. year um i was i'm you know there's times where i'm still a bit insecure about you know things it's and it's natural but yeah. last year it was when i was like damn like i bring a lot to the table i'm a good person i'm a good mom i work my butt off i'm a good friend I'm outgoing, you know, I have a good heart, I care for people. And I'm like you, like I, I sometimes need to learn how to say no. Yeah. But you know, I, and then when I love heart, I love hard. So I above know. above and beyond. Yes, above and beyond. So I know that I bring a lot to the table. Then just looks. But if you would have talked to me two years ago. No. No. Yeah. I was very in uh, insecure. Insecure. I was very insecure. I doubted everything that I wanted to do. I knew I, I wanted to do something. I had goals. Once you start not feeling comfortable where you're at, it's because you need no, there's more. to grow. Yes. Something's 100%. telling you I need to grow. And some people are good going through life, the, you know, just one step at a time and just enjoying it. Just steady, just the ride, right? They're good to go through the ride 
And but there's going to come a time in your life where you're going to be like, there's, there's something. More. There's more. There's more. And that listen to it. Listen and pay attention to it because that just means you are starting to learn. Oh yeah. Where you want to be. Yeah. You you want to grow now. You just don't know how. See, dude, you just hit it. You just hit the spot. That's what I was going through. Yeah. When I was stuck in depression and being at home, I felt like I needed to do more and I just couldn't figure out what it was because like you said, I was so insecure. I was self-doubting. Even though I knew I had to do something, it was just like those thoughts pulling me back. Like, you're not good enough. You're never going to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you think? You're a mom. Stay home. You know, all these thoughts. And it's so true what you just said. Like, you just feel like you know you you if you have that feeling mm-hmm. listen to it a hundred percent listen to it because i for a long time i tried to brush it off i kept saying you know what no like i should be happy with what i what i'm living this is every mom's dream like yep. who doesn't want to be a stay-at-home mom and just be with their kids and you know help them grow and be the person that you know nobody can take care of your kids the way, the way you're you, you are going to do it so it's it's honestly a blessing to be able to do that but for me it was just there was more to me i felt like i needed to do something else and i kept trying to brush it off i'm like no like i try to force myself to really play that part mm-hmm. that was just not for me and the minute that i took a, that leap where i was like you know what no i need to speak up i need to say what i'm feeling and i need to say just get out of it mm-hmm. i didn't know how i had no idea like what i w- what my next step was i just did it you know and then that's when i started realizing like all these things and i was like oh my god what was i thinking like everything that i was thinking was not normal so reaching out to professional help and then you know just taking that other other steps huge difference yeah. but but dude, you listened you, i you, listened exactly you knew there was something else I, you just know but you see you just it know. also i also think it's with timing mm-hmm. because i could get a feeling that i want to do something right now right Ooh, timing but it's sometimes not the mm. time and I learned that again. You're not year. ready for You're it. You're not ready. For exactly. example, this podcast. I knew I wanted to do a podcast. And you were pressed on and it. And I was pushing and I was pushing yeah. and I was pushing. But like I said in the last podcast, if I would have pursued it at that moment, I most likely will not would not be doing the podcast right now because I had so much going on. And, you know, I'm still learning how to, you know, juggle, everything. juggle everything, you know, put everything where it needs to go but at that time i i wasn't i wasn't ready even though i wanted it so bad i was and not sometimes ready sometimes we don't understand why yeah it doesn't happen when you feel like you're mm-hmm. ready you know just you know once again i feel like god does things for a reason and the timing is perfect his timing his timing is he, perfect and i feel like he puts the seed in you and you're thinking and you're developing in your head without you even knowing like you know it's just it's there but it's not your time. It don't matter. Mm-hmm. It's his time. His when timing. it's his time, he's going to put the people in your life, the right people in your life to even help you with that. Agree. You know, um, the right resources, you know, mm-hmm. the financial part, Everything. because every business is financial, right? Yeah. So I could want to do a, all kinds of business, but if the financials there, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So, but when it's the time, when it's his time, it all aligns. It all so goes true. so consecutively that you're like, wow, that it's was easy. really meant to be. That was easy. Yeah. I did it. You know? Yeah. So it's just, it's, again, respect your journey. 
don't be so hard on yourself. Everybody's going through this. Love yourself. Love yourself. Love everything around you. Yes. And if you don't, change it. Start seeing what's bringing you down. Yeah. What's holding you down. Exactly. What's holding you down? What's mm-hmm. what's stopping you from conquering your goals or yeah. getting to that next step for you to grow? Yes, and like she was saying, if you just you know you have that feeling where you're not happy. I mean, don't get me wrong, right? There's a lot of moms out there that enjoy being a stay at home mom, yeah. and if that's your thing, I give you props, honestly. And they're amazing at amazing. it. Amazing, you're friends, just naturally born with it. And I I'm like, wow, that, you know, stay at home moms in the PTO soccer <laughs> softball basketball I and i'm know. like girl how do you do it Eliana, do you want to play soccer no cool <laughs> yes <laughs> but I, I used to be that mom oh my gosh ethan was in softball he was in soccer every but you were season. happy i was i was happy at that moment okay. yes i was and happy then, at the moment and then and then I, again when i started feeling uncomfortable you know thoughts come came to my head i'm like mm, it was time for me to grow mm-hmm. you know so then that's when i was like okay i'm gonna take that yeah. leap of faith and yeah. just do it exactly yeah. yeah i feel like we all get that feeling and you know it's just uh, the difference is whether you decide to take that next move or you stay there and mm-hmm. try to suppress it as much as you can until you explode but then there's also settling what do you mean settling? So, for example, if you get that little seed, right, and you want, you know you have to do something, you have to grow. But then you become your own worst enemy because you're like, no, what for? It's going to cost money. I don't want to do it. It's going to cost time. It's going to. And then you're your worst enemy at that moment. Mm-hmm. And then after putting all these negative thoughts in your head, you settle. And you're like, nope, I'm good. And you settle. But there's a there's something that my um my grandma would tell me if you oh and my dad my dad tells me this all the time if you don't do it you will never know it's true if you don't do it you will never know and it's, and it's worse said than not, done, though it's it's worse to not know than to know yeah because yeah. you could live your whole life be like damn i should have done that damn i would be here if i would have pursued it damn damn exactly. damn damn but if you know and it didn't happen. Let's say it failed, yeah. right? Let's say that little seed fell, but you have others. You know you did everything in your power to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And it was just not for you. Exactly. So it's better to know than not to know. Yeah, it's true. Boom! My girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done. Just kidding. Done. <laughs> no, it's so true, though. It is true. Like settling. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. But then it comes back again to... You know, your own self-negative talks. Everything, everything. Everything comes out. Everything comes like, it's like just a it ties ball. back. Yes, it's a ball of all kinds of cluster. And confidence. Shit in there. It's confidence. You know, and it all, it all ties together. Fuck. <laughs> Beep. Beep. Hey, it's okay. You said we can say up to, I don't know how many, but <laughs> that's my first one. <laughs> no, but uh, dude, it, it, all, it, ties it all ties up to self-love, confidence, and uh, mental health, physical health. Everything, everything, everything is everything. just connected, intertwined. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, ladies, so what What would you give our audience the Ooh. first step to do to self-love? Because, yes, they heard everything we just said right now, everything we've been through, what we have done, right? Yeah. What would you suggest them to do their next step if they're if they're at a point in their life right now where they're feeling like 
I'm a stay-at-home mom, but I know there's more to it. I would say do a list of your do's and don'ts or your wants. This is what I want. Yes. But this is what I need. Ooh, that right there. This is what I want to do. But, you know, at this moment, this is what I need. Mm, I love that. And start writing everything down. This is how I want to feel. You know, what's holding you back from feeling like that? Yes. I think writing down everything because then when you're writing down, I was the type of person I would write everything. Mm-hmm. When I would get in arguments with, you know, my significant other, I was like, no, 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 he did this, he did this, <laughs> you know, and then I would go back and I was like, no, but, you know, I'll write like the positive, right? Yeah. And sometimes you got to outweigh. Exacto. Balance. Balance. Again, you know, so my advice, I love what you said. Yeah. Write down what you want and, and what, what you, you need. need. Yeah. And then balance, try to find a balance in between. Mm-hmm. And I think that was my mistake, you know, because I never knew what I wanted and I never knew what I needed. Mm-hmm. And I didn't write it down. Like mm-hmm. you said, I just kind of went all over the place and handled the situation completely wrong. Yeah. You know, but that's that's and stop putting that. so much, you know, expectations on what life should be you know unrealistic expectations expectations. and i think a lot of you know we'll touch a subject when we talk about relationships but we put unrealistic things on people and and let me let me let me sorry to interrupt you but when you said that unrealistic expectations and i it all comes down to social media because we tend to put ourselves that pressure on ourselves because we start comparing ourselves to social media and this is why we decided to create this podcast and it all comes down to that because we all want to live that expect like society has made us to look a certain way to act a certain way because that's the expectation of what i mean everybody has social media nowadays right so you get so consumed and grandmas great grandmas yeah exactly like that's you're expected to live a certain mm-hmm. lifestyle now, right? And l- like we mentioned in our previous podcast, nobody talks about the real raw stuff. Yes. You know, um, and all they see is the pretty. So. And, and, it, and it goes, that social media goes for the, the looks. It goes for mentally. It goes for business because I myself was very hard on myself when I started real estate. And I would have started following all these real estate people, right? All these, you that know. That were probably doing real estate for agents. like 10 years. Yeah, or we're doing for five years. Mm-hmm. And I was comparing myself to them. And then that's when all these negatives are like, dude, how did he do 100 sales? How did he do 300 sales in a year? Mm-hmm. How did they make half a million dollars, you know? Or how did they sell this much? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, how am I going to do that? It starts making you feel bad about and yourself. And now everything that I accomplish mm-hmm. these six months, months to a so. year no longer mean anything because i'm comparing myself to somebody that's been in the business for so long exactly you know and then finally i'm like you know what i can't i can't do that um that's causing me anxiety yeah depression self-doubt and it's like no like i'm betsy this is what i bring to the table my clients love me my clients you know i become really good friends you with them. attract your own my own yeah you know you're your own you yes and it all comes back down to self self-love self-confidence and stop comparing yourself i compared yeah. myself to all these it's agents. hard it's and then so i hard. wanted to start dressing like all these agents i wanted to start doing stuff that they were doing 
you know, mm-hmm. to themselves because I want to be that like that. It's like a certain look, a certain, certain look, look that you have to do to fit in. Exactly. Yeah. And I was like, no. So now I'll sometimes wear heels and a suit to showings. Sometimes I'll wear my Nikes and leggings. That's just you. It's me. Yeah. Just you know? honestly. And, and I feel like that's what really gravitate why people gravitate towards you mm-hmm. i think one of the things that also helped me has been helping me um you know it's just on following certain things that have been putting like weight on me yeah you know there's a lot of accounts where you just you follow them because you know like okay she's beautiful she posts this she posts that like that's my goal right and 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 sometimes we forget that we don't follow them for inspiration Ooh. we follow them because you know, it, that's who you try to be. And and it really consumes you, Preach honestly. This. Preach. Yeah. It consumes you. So one of the things that I've been doing is just started on following people that I no longer, if, if I feel a certain way where I'm just feeling like it, it makes me feel bad about myself. Or weighing you down. It, or weighing me down, unfollow. Yeah. And, you know, when I do go on my Instagram, it's like friends, um, people that I truly support and just feel like, okay, you know, they bring more to the table than just looks. Mm-hmm. You know, they're really showing you motivation. Like, this is who I really, truly aspire to be. Yeah. You know, or even quotes. I just, oh, you I go on my Instagram, quotes. it's just quotes now. Because I started really getting, like I said, I started getting consuming about trying to fit in, trying to look a certain, you know. And I feel like with, once, and, and it was hard for me because, like I said, you know, I started being a normal person and now it you know people see me as a influencer i still am i still am right but the way people see you is what shifts and they put this pressure on you like you know i remember i one time posted like a picture on my instagram and some girl was like oh you know you need to start um what the only thing you're missing is like more brand brand shoes you need to get more like purses and you know you need a bpl and i'm like like a because starter what, pack well, you know what, what i mean used to yeah that's what we they, see that's what i'm saying and it's like why and you know and so having those comments yeah. repeatedly it really starts messing with yeah. you because you're like oh shoot maybe i do need to start looking like them because i don't fit in and don't get me you wrong know? there's nothing wrong with buying name yeah no no there's There's nothing nothing i mean i i have them and yeah but to me it's just a purse there's nothing wrong with that but we get so caught up on what we're seeing social media that is not realistic that purse was probably given to her those shoes she's promoting them so she wants you to use that code so you could buy them that clothes she gives you a code so you could buy them because she gets something off of it it. you know so it's not like you said and there's nothing wrong if you do like high-end stuff and you know you work wrong. your ass for it i 100 yeah. percent support that yes. like go do whatever the heck you want you but know? it's whatever you feel exactly. comfortable with. it's whatever you if want if that doesn't fit your lifestyle that's just not who you aspire to be unfollow don't don't just don't no it's true it's true it's true you know yeah. so don't judge me if you freaking see me with the freaking adidas little bag or my freaking ross purse okay <laughs> Marshalls. <laughs> Marshalls. You know? No, it's true, though. You yeah. know? And, and that's... I think that's what people don't understand because when they come to my page, it's like... It's not just that. And, and they get so triggered by it and they they leave all these nasty comments like, I mean, you need uh, this purse. You need a closet girl, with all if this. If you want her to wear that stuff, buy it, please. I know, por favor. She'll give you her P.O. box. Period. 
Period. Period. Unfollow. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't unfollow, please. <laughs> no, but like I'm saying, like unfollow the pages that don't bring yeah. you what you're seeking. Yes, exactly. You know, like if it doesn't bring you satisfaction into your life or where you feel like that's who you aspire to be cut it off if it brings you negativity like if every time you go on on instagram and you see a post and it's making you feel some type of way and it's not because you're hating it's not because you're a negative person you know if it's just not beneficial to your life and to your situation just know you know and like i said it's not because you're hating you know it's not because you're you're like well why does she have that and i don't know it's just more of a you know what this this person is not showing what it truly is, what yeah. life is, or whatever it is that you want to see from that person. Mm-hmm. And if they're not giving it to you, just unfollow. Just unfollow. Yeah. Collect Cutting your peace. Tox- toxic Collect people your out. Peace. That's what I'm. That's 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 my thing. If it yeah. doesn't bring you peace, it's not worth it's it. It's not worth it. If it's messing up with your mental health, it's, it's not, not worth, worth it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yes. Oh wow. That's the end of this that episode. That is the end of this episode. It went by so fast. It I feel did. like we really went deep in it and we relate to it. We relate. And yeah. like I said, again, we're not talking just to make, you know, a podcast. We're talking because it's our experience. This is what we're going through. This is what we've been through. And you guys are sending us these questions that, you know, you we want all, we want you, you know, to feel that you're not alone. We've been through it. We're going through it. And if we mm-hmm. could help you by talking about it, hey, we'll talk about it. Little tips and tricks. Yeah. And <laughs> Not keep, tips and tricks, but things that have helped us yes. along the road as well, you know? And then keep sending your questions. I mean, we love reading them. And just know that, you know, we are here for you. No matter what, we no are here for what. you. And, you know, it's just if we could use social media to be positive, why not? Why not? Yeah. Instead of making it a toxic place. Yes. Yeah. Alrighty, guys. So I hope you enjoyed the third episode. We'll see you guys on our next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.